0: To pull out all night. Oh, I'm in my that My plug in And my I don't, it. Keep on I don't think they won't win it. I never we I We thing's running, running. Running, running. They a good.
1: fucking drink Alright <laughs> Welcome to the Politically Incorrect Gaming Show. Cue the noise of me opening. These are fucking good, by the way, if you haven't drinking? had them. Mountain Dew Thrashed Apple.
2: Thrashed Apple. I am drinking mm-hmm. Kroger brand seltzer water lemon lime.
1: That's where Wait, I got these at Kroger. Because uh, that's the only place you can get these Mountain Dew is at Kroger. They have an exclusive rights to them. <clears throat> what was loud? Yeah, is the, the audio music? good? The music was probably loud.
2: Yeah, it could be the now recording. Because that's oh. always loud on my end.
1: Yeah. That's, Craig's a little loud sometimes. We could get him started beforehand, but say, you know what? If
2: only. <laughs> We're just happy that I remembered him before we got, got started talking. But yeah, you know, I um. I was late today because I got sucked into this new game. Um, it's called Neverwinter. It's a well. i don't want to say it's new. It's definitely not new, Never but it's Winter. new to that me.
1: Sounds old.
2: Yeah, it's new to me. It's literally Dungeons and Dragons, World of Warcraft. That's all. Neverwinter. What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's quite. I mean, I've been enjoying myself. I've been playing it. Is it, on is the it Xbox.
1: World of Warcraft? It looks like World of Warcraft.
2: Yep, but it's set in the it's set in the D and D universe.
1: No, it's set in the Neverwinter universe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um. No, I mean, I started playing it, you know. Dungeons just... and Dragons
1: MMORPG. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an official D&D game. And, and I started playing it this morning, and I've been playing it all day long. And, huh. and I just want to go to Barovia, and I'm like halfway to opening up that area. That's all I want to do. So that's what I've been playing today and not doing anything else of any value. About you? What have
1: well, you been up to this week? Uh just busy studying and learning stuff. Uh I wanted to talk about this, but now I can't find it. I should have wrote it down. That'd be cool if we wrote stuff down, but <laughs> it's it's like against the uh it's in the pig's Paw Bible. It's page one. Don't don't write anything down, just Google it. Google it live. Sound do so what do do I wanted, I wanted to look at, uh, I wanted to talk about Sexbox for a minute. Okay. Because their numbers were down. Here it is. Xbox gaming revenue declined 13% year on year. They went from $5.44 billion down to $4.76 billion. Uh, content and services revenue was down
2: 12%. I wonder if that's the COVID adjustment. You know, I wonder if, like, everybody's going back to work now, and you know, a oh, lot of people... This is it. their
1: reasoning. It was driven by lower prices and volumes of consoles sold. So they're just selling less,
2: but... Well, I mean, like I said, everybody's laying off... I mean, all the tech industries are laying off. All the people that were working from home are now, like, banned from working from home for whatever dumbass reason. And and I can, I could can see people are going back to work, and they're not gaming as much, you know, so... Because yeah, they were totally not gaming when they were at work, or supposed to be at work, or supposed to be online yeah. for their, you know, totally not happening.
1: But well, their Game Pass numbers are up though; they're at their highest ever. They had over 120 million subscribers for Game Pass this quarter.
2: Well, that's because they are adding some really, really great content.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm not a. Uh accountant but this sentence confuses me okay. microsoft reported revenue is up two percent year over year okay but net income is down 12 percent
2: well i guess there's a difference between revenue and income i mean i would assume
1: isn't revenue the what you made um... but is it? Net income, what you made? I'm confused. (laughs) Hang on. Because you got gross income. You got... uh... All right, here you go.
2: When comparing revenue versus income, you should know that revenue refers to the total amount of money a company generates before removing any expenses. Income, on the other hand, is equal to the revenues minus the cost of doing business. So basically, it's revenues versus profit in in this particular instance.
1: So overall, the chunk of change that they had on hand is the biggest they've ever had. But because cost on everything is up, they made less money this year less than money. last year, yeah. which we all did. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. suffering. I get it now. They were down 12%. And they're like, we got to cut 10,000 jobs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's just oh, all man. we can do. <laughs> and then we turn up, but Halo's going to be okay, guys. Don't sweat it.
1: Well, every I, I want to talk about that, too, because it's so funny. Every article I see is, Halo's going nowhere. Halo's going to stay with Xbox forever. And it's like, no, again, nobody said Halo was going anywhere. We've all Halo assumed is, it's going to be around for the next, uh, until the world ends. Yeah,
2: Halo's going nowhere. We know. We, really, we know it's going yeah, nowhere. Yeah, we've seen it. Like, it's not moving forward in any direction. I seen a cool
1: glitch on, on, uh, on Twitter last night where... A dude was playing, and he could see through all the walls. <laughs> it wasn't—it wasn't a wall hack. He could just—the walls never loaded into the game, so he could just see through all the walls and see where everyone was. <laughs> was so this it's in, going?
2: Was this in, uh, well. was this in uh, multiplayer? Yeah. Awesome. That's nobody what you plays wanted, campaign.
1: Want... When's the last time eh, you heard anybody can... play campaign?
2: Oh, I can't tell you the last time. I. I just I just wanted the opportunity. For, you know, multiple Spartans, like four of us getting together and all of us getting a Warthog and then getting all of our soldiers together and with like rocket launchers or something. And then and just you go. play
1: co-op. You still can't, right?
2: I, I don't know. I have no clue. Um, but that's all yeah, I wanted. Uh, and just basically do drive-bys. I just wanted to use play Halo and commit war crimes. That's it. I don't think I was yeah. asking for too much.
1: Oh, well, we were though when we assumed 343 three would do something about it. Mm. Mm. It's just well, too bad. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. right in the pussy.
2: I'm, I'm having, I'm having fun playing an old game. Oh, did you see that? Um, Goldeneye has dropped for the Xbox.
1: Yeah, but I don't care because you can't play online.
2: Well, you can if you if you download it on the Switch. The Switch yeah, servers, but I'm not you can gonna play do multiplayer.
1: That. Which also is, like, it makes sense because you can't play co-op on a Switch. But also, the Switch is online, but the Xbox is not. What the
0: fuck?
2: Well, I mean, it's still, I guess what they're, it's all Nintendo servers. You know, so, I mean, I guess that's why they're doing the online. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I still, I mean, I want to, I mean, I downloaded it for the Xbox and I played through, I don't know, maybe a third of the campaign. Just while I was waiting on the other game to download. And uh, it was fun. I mean, it's nostalgic. You go back, you, you know, you, you shoot the things and you get the, oh, 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 sounds when you're shooting people and, yeah, you, you know, you shoot them in the hand. I played they,
1: so much of that freaking game back in the day. Oh, yeah. Going yeah. up in the fucking vents and coming down through into the bathroom on that one map.
2: And then you got to, um, then you got to unlock all the cheats so you could have like big heads and paintball mode with the golden gun because why not?
1: I did think about downloading it just to play the uh, single player. Yeah. I remember having a good time playing the single player when I was little. I remember fucking really enjoying it. Uh, All I can remember is that one bridge, the one bridge map. I think you're in Russia or something and there's a bridge and there's like a bunch of people on it and it was a pain in the ass. I don't remember anything else. It was too long ago. When did that game come out? It was on 64, so it came out uh, a long time ago. 90... 95.
2: Oh, God, even longer than that.
1: Jeez. <laughs> uh, wait, is it 95 or 97? Well, I don't know. Google doesn't know either. It's either 95 or 97.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the, mid- the mid-90s.
1: Oh, the movie's 95. God, Google, you stupid oh, yeah. Fucking.
2: Well, I guess that makes sense.
1: Okay, so the movie came out in 95, took them two years. Then the game came out in 97. You were close, though. You said 98.
2: I can't remember <laughs> it's been it's been so long since I've played. Um,
1: yeah, that is kind of cool now, the platforms that it shows. Nintendo 64, Wii, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch.
2: <laughs> That's just wild. It's wild, yeah. it, it's oh. wild that the, you know, this game is uh nearly 20 years old or 20 how old is it 22 yeah. to 5 so 27 to so rough no 20 yeah 25 years old
1: math math
2: math is not my strong suit tonight oh um, yeah
1: the jungle mission that yeah dude oh
2: you had to that had the um you had to kill uh xena on the top and you had all those um oh i remember all the characters from that game i
1: I only oh, even remember 006. I was, like, playing as him when we played oh, multiplayer. I was like, fuck 007, he, I'm 006.
2: That was Yanis, wasn't it?
1: No, it was, uh, something Mish, something.
2: Wasn't he 006? 006. The, the, he was, he, was the, he ended up being the bad guy?
1: Yeah, he was a bad guy. Uh, Knight 006. I thought it was Misha something, something. Uh...
2: Gotta I love I, our li- I don't know. live googling. <laughs>
1: That's so all so we sad. do is Google. We ask ourselves questions and then we Google it. <laughs> Podtacular, you fucking could never. They're over there, like we talk the whole time. Go down our list. We're a better podcast. That's fine. I don't know.
2: Uh, 006 uh, in the oh, movie was different
1: Kare. than what was in the game.
2: Yeah, it was Alex. Um, it was the it was the bad guy. It turned out to be the bad guy of of the game. Is oh the yeah, here we big.
1: go. Ale, Alec Trevelyan something something.
2: Yeah. Trevelyan Trevelyan Why didn't I whatever. think
1: it was Meshism? Is that a different they... one? Uh, uh,
2: no, I mean, it was, it was a, it's awesome that a game that old is people are that excited to come back and play it. Yeah. You know? It, it's I mean, I both awesome
1: it's... and also sad. I, I was talking to a buddy about this the other day. Uh, Nothing new is getting made. All they're re- all they're doing is remaking everything we've ever seen. The new mm-hmm. Avatar movie. Oh, it made two billion. Okay, it's the same fucking thing. I I know I haven't seen it and I can't speak on it, but to me, it's it's the same thing. More Star uh-huh. Wars stuff. It's the same thing. There's no yeah. there's no new Star Wars coming out.
2: Not for a while. I don't I don't I mean... no I don't
1: mean I don't mean a Star Wars. I mean like a new thing that is like Star Wars. Oh, oh, I got it.
3: Where
2: you.
1: it's I a new phenomenon that. that takes over for gen- a new next generation. There's no new games coming out. There's no new shows coming out. It's all the same fucking genre, either a, a zombie show or a murder mystery or a fucking cop show or a teen drama or a reality bullshit where they're either all in a house or on a beach.
2: Well, I, I'm excited for Hogwarts <laughs> le- Legacy. I mean, I know that's technically, you know, kind of playing the into same that. thing? Yeah, yeah, playing into that same thing, but... Um, it's the first time I've seen a game like that, especially like a Harry Potter game. That I'm yeah. that I was just like, oh okay, I'll I'll play this. Uh, we
1: were talking about it before we we were recording, but I can't remember if it was before we were recording the show or before we were recording the live. <laughs> uh, but before we were recording, we were talking about it, and I was saying uh, I have a theory that it's going to be good, but it's not going to be as good as everyone's thinking. I think in everyone's everyone's mind. We all know it's not GTA. We all know that. But yeah. I, feel like, I feel like everyone assumes, yeah, it's not GTA, but you'll be able to do a lot of stuff. Well, I feel like it'll be like a 1% of what GTA is. You well, won't be able to go I, into most buildings or most rooms. You won't be able to do most things. You'll just kind of be able to explore and go, look, it's Hagrid's house, but I can't go in it because Hagrid's well, I, not alive think, yet. But
2: I think you can explore all of the rooms. Um, especially like all of the rooms in your house, you know, in that, in your house area, whatever that's in your dormitory or whatever it's called.
1: Are they the same house names? Cause it's a hundred yep. years before, right?
2: Yep. It's the, it's the four houses. Um, I, I read an, I read an interview or an article <coughs> with, with some guys that got early access to it. And everybody's question was like the same thing. It was, how was the flying? How was, how was flying on a broom and, and whatnot? And everybody's response was, it was super smooth. It was, you could go anywhere on the map. You could go up and, you know, you could drop off on a, the peak of one of the towers and look around. You, know, you, you could yeah. go anywhere you wanted to. Um,
1: I would say the gameplay I've seen of flying looks super smooth. Like mm-hmm. the animation, there's no like weird clipping or anything. The animation of getting on and off the broom looked pretty good. And it was actual gameplay I was watching. So I'll say that yeah. that looks good. But
2: um, it said you're going to be able to swim, but you're not going to be able to go underwater. Um, I don't know if that's a, you know, they're, they're not releasing that yet, or they're still working on it, or there's just never in any intent for anyone to go underwater. I, I don't yeah. think they've addressed that. Well.
0: well, I
1: wonder too, and that this is another problem of games that release, um, it all comes back to money. So there's only so much development you can do. So what you do is you take what we, you have, which is what they've done. And they go, let's make that the best we can fucking possibly make it. Uh-huh sell as much as we can if it's popular enough we can get some more money then we'll work on that dlc and all that stuff but that's a new concept like that was never a thing back in the day back in the day you made a game you finished it
3: you released it
1: and then you if it then if it was popular you're like oh shit we should make more content for that game and make even more money dlc back in the day was not what dlc is today (laughs) it's completely different
2: now it's uh you know we'll we'll put out what we've got completed and then we'll sell the rest of the game as dlc down the road and i i take offense to that um yeah but i'm maybe i'm buying into the hype train on this one yeah Um, well i'm not trying to dissuade
1: anyone from buying it i'm i'm trying to set up my own expectations i think because i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it too i want to play it it looks fun I don't give a sh- I don't give a shit about her making money off of it. That's f- whatever, oh fine. I don't care. It's, I don't give, I don't give it, two shits about. You.
2: My my thing with that is, I get it. I understand. You're upset because you don't want, you know, J.K. Rowling to get any penny off of this. And if you're buying it, she's getting it. But what you need to remember is, is if you're going to, you know, well, I'm not going to download this game. I'm not going to buy this game because fuck J.K. Rowling. All right. She's not the one that's getting fucked as much as the publisher, the publishers, the developers, the coding. But well, she never,
1: she never you came know? to them and went, "Guys, can we make a game? I need yeah. more money." She yeah. didn't say that. No, they came to her and said, "Could we please license the game?" And she, "I guess, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck anymore."
2: They going to get a cut off of it, and that's, I mean, that sucks. Yeah, but, but it's not
1: her. It's not no. her baby.
2: No, it just no, happens no, to be
1: related to her.
2: I mean, I don't think she's had any creative creative <laughs> input at all. I don't no. think she had any input in. No, her she story. hasn't been
1: creative for like fifteen years. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I
2: mean, they just—they're just—they're—they're they're just expanding on her IP, which is cool. I mean, I'm excited. Um, yeah,
1: I'm they, excited to try the uh, Avalanche Studios or whatever the fuck. This is their first like big Avalanche software. Sorry, this is their first like big game. They've made a bunch of other adaptations and cars games, and they made Disney Infinity and a bunch of not not great stuff but this looks really good
2: thank you rabble absolutely i mean you love the art not the artist yeah and i mean and that goes that's across the board i mean you look at you know not just art and literature and everything going back a couple hundred years
1: yeah well it's also even further disconnected than that she's not even the artist she yeah. got paid by other artists to say hey can we paint your your character that you created and mm-hmm. she goes yeah sure just pay, give me kick me back a you know a percentage. Yeah. Somebody else completely different has made the entire thing just with a character and a universe that she created. That's it.
2: Yeah. And I'm gonna play it. I'm just gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let the let let those types of people dictate whether or not I'm gonna play the game or not. Yeah. I'm just I'm gonna I play mean, it too. I, yeah. I can tell you
1: right now one thing that would make it ten thousand times better that I don't think is in it. Go-op? Uh, yeah, if you could play it online, yeah. if if it was like uh, the Destiny Tower, like it right. loaded in a certain amount of people into the server, and yeah. what would it be even better that I wish Destiny would do, and all uh, MMOs and games like that don't have player icons or player names, just let them be. Let me figure out if they're players or not. That'd be kind have, of fun. Have there could be it could be an NPC, it could be you know uh, a fucking scripted part of the map. It, you know, it let me figure out who's who, and then we get into a fucking battle in the school. That'd be sick as fuck.
2: Well, I mean, I would be okay with them doing it just like they do. Like WoW does it. You know, everything. The majority of the game is PVE, and then there's a whole separate area, a whole separate segment of the game that's yeah. PvP. You know, you could maybe you could go into a section of the school that you know, you're going in there, knowing you're going into duel. And yeah. you can challenge people at your level or not at your level or whatever. I'd wow. and... be so
1: sick if you had other oh, players man. like joining your class and stuff. You're in, the, you're in the defense of the dark arts class. And you hear, prox- it needs proximity chat too, by the way. You hear proximity uh, chat. This guy's fucking stupid. You're like, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's here? <laughs> Teachers like, pay attention, please.
2: <laughs> I would, um, I would love for it to be an MMO, which yeah. I mean, they're, they're specifically saying that it isn't. Oh,
3: that's too bad.
1: Um, we're we're like almost that. there. Technology keeps getting better. The problem is they keep using it to increase graphics and, like, the amount of dynamic stuff you can have on screen all at once. Like, right. instead of smoke just being, like, a really crappy PNG that kind of plays and it's just a flat layer of smoke. And from, like, one very specific direction, it looks great, but it's not smoke. Instead of, you know, creating new, the, the same thing like I was complaining about before. Instead of creating new experiences, they're just like enhancing experiences we've already had. Now the flames yep. look cooler. Now the smoke looks cooler.
2: Ray tracing. Yeah.
1: Ray tracing. Now now the fucking tits on Laura Croft don't look like fucking Triangles. blocks of foam. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's I think it's gonna be fun. I think they said it's got uh seventy hours to a hundred hundred percent the game uh 35 or 40 hours for the main storyline hmm. and the yeah. remainder is side quests and and loot um said it's going it's going to be super loot heavy there's yeah you know tons of um customizability for your character robes masks um wands brooms yeah uh, uh,
1: glasses yeah or, sorry spectacles
2: spectacles so yeah. I, I think that's kind of cool I mean, I, like i said I'm, I'm a child of the internet and the child of like the multiplayer game. So I'm really bummed out that it's not going to be a, you know, it, at the very least a, a multiplayer where you guys can go through the campaign or the missions together. Like yeah. Just would, a co-op. even if just, just, just two co-op. people. Yeah. yeah. That'd be just sick. Just a plain old co-op would be, would be a lot of fun. Um,
1: but then you come back to that. it's the, the same technology problem. They're pushing it as far as they possibly can with one person. Now, as soon as you want to add two, especially on the same console, split screen. Yeah. Now we're back to, you know, we're at that weird spot where there, there's, a, there's always like a few years chunk where the tech is ahead of the art. Then the art catches up and then we got to wait for the tech to catch up and it like leapfrogs.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now the art's ahead. Now the tech's ahead. Now the art's ahead. Right now we're at the part where the art's ahead. That's why we, there's no split screen games coming out right now. And that's all anyone, anyone wants Because we remember it from, you know Because the only generations are playing Are our older generation And then the younger generation And we want to play together That was our whole thing growing up We're like, I can't wait to play with my kids all Right?
3: Yeah, that's what And, and I we, now we
1: here. fucking can't Unless you buy two fucking Xboxes And you go, alright, you go in the other fucking room Alright, now I gotta buy us both headsets Alright, now I gotta get us both Xbox Live now I gotta get internet that's fast enough that it doesn't lag for both of us while we're playing. Fucking,
2: I, I gotta buy the game twice. <laughs> I think a lot of that is 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 part of the scheme that you know there, the numbers of uh, games sold or Xboxes sold or whatever sold I think is overinflated because the number of people that have two Xboxes and two of everything or oh, three yeah. or whatever. Because I mean, yeah, we've no,
1: got, I wish I could see it as households four. versus yeah. 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 Well, I have three
2: i have i have one um s I have two series s's and then one of the originals, and yeah, I would love to see the household like how many go buy licenses that are you know paying for the games or addresses or 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 whatever um really, yeah that's what I was doing with with Isabel tonight as is we were we were sitting together playing together um and she was, you know, we were taking turns. She was fighting some of the creatures. I was fighting some of the creatures. She was understanding the controls, and she goes, "I kind of want to play." I'm like, "Well, yeah." And uh, she goes, "How much is the game?" And I said, "Well, it's free." And she says, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Can yeah. I download it?" I was like, "Sure." So um, my my um my connectivity on OBS is bouncing around because I can tell she's downloading the game, but uh, I haven't lost I haven't <laughs> lost anything. so I'm like, "Fuck it, it'll be fine." Um. But yeah. you know it sucks so it...
1: now that like <clears throat> we didn't we didn't have this when we were kids. It's the same way with with TV and movies, and like we were talking before we recorded. I don't remember if it was before the live stream or not. But uh, we should just start recording when we get in here. It'd probably be so, smart. Then we wouldn't forget either. No.
2: And then, <laughs> as soon as you sign in, go then, ahead and start then it'll recording. be a benefit
1: of listening to the audio podcast. You'll get that extra. You'll get the extra bits before and after. <laughs> but uh directors. I was, I, I, I was looking at Steam. I didn't tell you I was looking at Steam, but I was like, man, it's crazy how many games are coming out that I'll never, I've never heard of. Yeah. Don't know the studio. Don't know anything about it. We'll never play. We'll never see a single second of gameplay. That would never happen back in the day. Every game that came out was on the fucking huge spread magazine of buy this for Thanksgiving and it's Black yeah. Friday deals, 7999. Because yeah. there was only twenty games that came out for the whole year.
2: Right. Right. Well there's also just a handful of developers. And most of them were coming through the pu you know, coming through Nintendo, coming through Sony. You yeah. Know, they they weren't I don't really feel like indie developers really started to kind of come about until like the Xbox 360 yeah and then then they started
1: well remember when they did the whole like whoever made that fucking Doritos game you know what I'm talking about yeah for a minute on 360 they were really pushing like smaller you know independent developers I forget what they called it they had a name for it but yeah that's the whole thing now now we're on Steam like I was just looking on Steam there's a game that looks fun as fuck I want to play It's co-op, you're two penguins, and they're tied together by a string. It's called Bread and Fred. And you have to work together because the string goes taut. So you have to, like, tie, you have to jump together. And then there's sometimes you have to, like, hold steady while the other one, like, swings off of the rope. And then you have to time your jump to, like, swing with him. I was like, oh, that looks like a cool co-op game. It reminded me of playing um, uh, It Takes Two. Because, like, that's probably the best co-op game I've ever played, It Takes Two. But it it fucking, it looked, it looked cool. And I was like, oh, that looks fun. It is, it's only on Steam. And now we're back to the same problem. Now that it's not on Xbox, it's much harder for me to play games like that with my son on Steam. Because he doesn't have a computer. Right. <clears throat> I'd have to build him one, but I just, he's not ready for that yet. No. Mm-mm. He's only people. 10, and he, he he breaks fucking his RC cars, I get him. He breaks everything. He's he's at that age where you have fun with your toys, which is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I, I grew up in a—I I had a much different childhood where I only had a few toys, so I—my toys were never broken. I treated them very well, and I still had some of them when I had my son. I had some toys that I had when I was growing up that were still in pristine condition, and my son broke by the time he was like two. <laughs> right. but now now we've got a billion games coming out on steam every second probably since we started the podcast there's probably been 200 games that have released that again would have no idea they're out and there could be a fucking banger in there but because it's so saturated the same with tv shows and all entertainment is so fucking saturated it's kind of ruined the market yeah It's hard to get good games. And then you got the big developers that rush everything. And then even if they... Like Hogwarts Legacy, they delayed, what, like four or five fucking times? At least. But it's still not going to release complete. And that's only... That's not time-wise. That's a budget constraint. They only have so many people. Again, they're releasing, you know, their... Their fucking version. I haven't looked at a single thing you guys are talking about in chat. I just see it keep scrolling, and I'm <laughs> not paying attention. <clears throat> I'm trying right. to I keep. Just... I'm trying to keep talking because I'm afraid if I stop, my voice will go. My wife and I oh. are sick. She can't fucking talk at all. She sounds like she, I. I've been calling her Minnie Mouse all day because she can like barely fucking talk because she's oh, sick sucks. too. So she <laughs> she be like. <laughs> So, I'm like, what'd you say, Minnie Mouse? You fucking talking shit? <laughs> uh,
2: see, we'll, we'll keep the show relatively short today for the, for, out of respect for uh, out of respect for you on that. Um, so, side note, I don't know if we want to transition to this already or not, but I was going to bring it up anyway. Uh, yeah. So we saw the whale last night.
1: I wanted to talk about a few things. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think where to start. Okay. Let's start it. Okay. All
2: right, go for
1: it. Top Gun. Okay. (laughs) I know you're thinking, why are you starting there?
2: Fine, love it.
1: Top Gun's a fucking great movie.
2: Exactly.
1: I I don't like Tom Cruise. I watched it for Miles Teller.
2: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Uh, Why am I starting there? Well, I want to talk about. I went into it not expecting much with Top Gun. I just love Miles Teller. He's in my top three favorite actors. I've seen every movie he's in, I think, maybe minus one or two. We've talked about him before. Uh, So I watched it. And when you go into a movie not expecting anything, when it's then surprisingly good, it it skews your scale. You go in expecting a two, and then it was a six, in your mind it feels like an eight. Top Gun felt like a really good movie. Then right. when I look back afterwards, I go, man, was it really good, though? I don't know. <clears throat> so then then you come to a movie like The Whale, where I fucking love Brendan Fraser. Uh, he He's fucking amazing. I was so excited to watch it. And I can't believe when I looked up his IMDb that he's been act- actively in movies for the last couple of years. I just haven't seen or heard anything about any of them. They must be straight to streaming or... Fucking not in theaters or anything. I, I
2: didn't I didn't know anything about any of his acting until they were talking about this movie yeah. and it started winning all these awards. Hold on, we'll and... Google
1: it live. Let me look up his <laughs> IMDb But I, when I went to look for The Whale, I was like... Because uh, I was telling my wife, I'm like, yeah, I think this is the first thing he's been in for a minute. But no, he had a couple movies in 2022 and 2021. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? I, we just haven't heard about it? Like, they literally blacklisted him so hard that even when he is and stuff they just won't talk about it
2: well i think that has a lot to do with it i think that's the issue more than anything else is there's still animosity from the powers that be with him and him leaving and and speaking out like there
1: there is no gap like look he's in a 2013 2014 he was a nut job i didn't know that either 2015, he was on a TV show. 2016, he was on a TV show. 2017 TV show. 18, 19. All right, so he did a bunch of TV shows. That's why we haven't seen him in
2: Hollywood. Is it? Is it, what kind of TV shows? I mean, is it American Mm. stuff or is it European?
1: Uh, Let's see. The Affair, never heard of it. Showtime. So that's American. Uh, That's American, but Uh, who has Showtime? Trust. What the fuck is Trust? This is 2018 Trust. 1973 Rome. He did it with Donald Sutherland.
2: He's still alive? I thought he was dead.
1: Well, he Oops. might be. This was back in
2: 2018.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Condor in 2018. He was in f- four different TV shows in 2018. Brendan Fraser was. Huh. This looks like a AT&T original. Oh, that's perfect. AT&T will pay him, but no Hollywood um, Studios. That's good. AT&T right, so is he, making movies? He was still acting. It's just in much smaller stuff. Well, no. 2019, he did a movie with John Travolta and Morgan Freeman. Hold on. The Poison Rose. Never heard what of f- it. What
2: fuck is this? It's what, got what, John it,
1: Travolta. John Travolta did a movie with Morgan Freeman and Brendan
2: Fraser? Oh, I mean, that, that'll that really help out those that play uh, the, was it Seven Steps to Kevin Bacon or whatever it is? Connecting Travolta <laughs> and Morgan Freeman really helps. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, uh, ex-football star turned private investigator has a soft spot for a lady
2: in distress.
1: What, oh, it's got uh, 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 Famke Jansen. How do you say her name?
2: I don't know. She's what, in a bunch what, of shit. What platform is it on? It, I mean, it can't be. The it's got to be like Rose Netflix is... or. It's well, not Netflix, but something. One of the one of the streaming platforms. It has to be where it's at. I wonder if it's anywhere. <laughs> Well, I to be Morgan somewhere. Freeman, though. Let's see.
1: Morgan, the Poison Rose. Here we go. Uh, streaming. Uh, it's on Netflix. Really? So is the Netflix. I or it think... wasn't Netflix and it just is on Netflix now. Uh,
2: All right. Well, I, I guess that'll give me something to watch.
1: So he's cause... been in stuff. They just haven't talked about him
2: because Heather's Heather's big on this kick now wanting to watch his movies and and whatnot so Uh,
1: 2019 Um, he did an Indian movie called Line of Descent I'm looking at the cast literally everyone in it is Indian and then Brendan Fraser like Prithvi Sinha uh, Siddharth Sinha Suraj Uh, like literally I might have to watch that one too yeah he's oh dude he's got tattoos in the movie Brendan Fraser has tattoos. All right. So he's been doing stuff. We got to get back to the whale. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I didn't. um...
1: So he—he just nobody's talked about him. He hasn't been winning awards. He hasn't been doing huge movies, not because he's not a great actor, which we'll get there in a second. Uh, He just got blacklisted from the award shows pretty much and like being a big time. Right. He's still getting cast for stuff, but he's probably getting paid fucking nothing. He's doing yeah, shitty shows.
2: It, it, I get the impression that his, <clears throat> that, his um, that his bank account is becoming rather light, or was up until this. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he's doing a lot of conventions now, which oh, is... he's been
1: everywhere lately. Yeah. I've seen him fucking... <laughs> every award show, he's fucking showing up at conventions. He's doing speaking shows. He's on TV, radio. He's fucking everywhere now.
2: Vamp for what? a second. got to fix the firewood.
1: <clears throat> okay. Uh, hold on, I wanted to look at this one other show. He was in The Secret of Karma. Uh, that's what I'm saying, Phil. Whoever did the prosthetic fat suit for him should get an award. Uh, so, a couple of things about the fat suit. Uh, I saw a review, or a, a review, an interview with Brendan Fraser uh, talking about the fat suit. And he was talking about how he was very conscious while he was in it that he actually suggested to the director that he should always keep his hands and fingers moving because if he ever stopped moving them, it didn't look realistic. Uh, all right, Q's back. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I was I'm just really upset because with... we, uh, we were talking about his prosthetic. Oh, sorry, the, his prosthetic, the fat suit. Mm-hmm. And I was watching an interview with Brendan Fraser. He was talking about how it was his idea that Every time he, like, stopped moving his arms and hands, it didn't look or feel realistic anymore. So if his hands weren't on screen, he wasn't moving them. At any time his hands and fingers were on screen, he was constantly moving them because it made the entire thing look more realistic. I get that. But, no, it was, it was really well done. That was easily the best fat suit that's ever been done. Fat suits always look so... fuck. I mean, you got fucking the stuff that Eddie Murphy wore... In the Clumps movies or whatever the fuck they're called, you know what I'm talking about,
2: right? Oh, the the, the...
1: Nutty Professors.
2: Yeah, yeah, those are the Meet Meet the What the hell were their? What was their family yeah. name?
1: Those fast suits were Klumps? all right. Meet the you... Yeah, but okay. you didn't see hardly any of his body. That's the difference with Charlie in the Whale. You see everything. You see him sweaty and his arms, and you see up close and his chin and.
2: I think it I think it was I think the 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 sweat really sold that character. Oh yeah. I think more than anything else um
1: well and he sold the fucking shit out of that character. Like I was telling you, sometimes you forget for a second it was Fraser. You you just it's just Charlie. He plays the character so well.
2: Is he really that tall? Is he right is he a tall Fraser? dude? Yeah.
1: I think he's pretty tall. Oh, it's like we can Google it live. That's the nice thing about
2: because I I noticed that he was incredibly tall. Oh
1: well, eh. everyone else he was on screen with is pretty short, though.
2: Maybe that's what it is. Is everybody else was just really short? Yeah.
1: So, uh, his neighbor lady, or his uh, the nurse lady, who you later find out. uh, I don't know if we want to talk spoilers or not. I don't know. Um, Maybe we will. Maybe. I, I kind of want to deep dive into it now that somebody's seen it. All right, so sp- spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen the whale, <laughs> we're going to talk about everything. All right, that's fine. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, a... if you haven't seen it by now, you might not be able to because show show uh, times are starting to drop off a lot. It's getting really hard to see it.
2: Yeah, and there it's really really select. And I mean, I think there was two shows, three shows this weekend at, at here in town for for it. Um, more people showed up for it after, after I told you, I was like, oh, there was only us and two other people that were like, had bought tickets when we bought tickets. Yeah. (laughs) I think there was, there was six people sitting behind us. There was two people sitting next to us, two people further down. So six, eight, 10, I think there was maybe 12 or 14.
1: Oh dang! So you had way more than I did. Yeah, I, think I was I had really four, surprised. four or five total in mine, but I went in the middle of the day on a Saturday, mm. so.
2: Yeah, we went at eight thirty. <laughs> I think is when the show started. Yeah,
1: but again, I was really, like I was really these annoyed. other movies, nobody's been going to see it. It's weird.
2: I was really annoyed, in, in um, in our showing, there was, there were some people that were like down, a couple of rows down on the right,
3: oh, and yeah.
2: I feel like it was, I feel like they had been drinking oh and they they weren't loud or anything; they were just up and moving around a lot, and I like getting out of their seat there was getting out of the seats and they were like they were moving up to talk to somebody like further up, like they didn't get all the seats together like they wanted, oh, so man. you know, but i mean it they weren't they weren't talkative, I mean, I couldn't hear them, so I wasn't really that upset about it, but it was yeah. just a it was just a visual distraction, and yeah. um, I get the freedom it takes
1: you out of it a little yeah. Bit.
2: I got the feeling that there was some type of drama going on between them and the group or so, I don't know whomever it was. Um, but um, yeah, obviously there was, there was like 15 or so people, which was really a surprise. Yeah. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, but, I was I was going to ask if y'all got up right away, but we'll get there. We got to work through the movie, but his, yeah, his caregiver, the, the nurse friend that you find out is the sister of, of his lover so they they reveal that kind of early on that he uh, was gay and had a lover and I was like, oh is that why Christians aren't gonna like this movie because I had sort I had heard so many times from so many reviewers that people were like Christians are not gonna like this movie and I feel like that was part of why uh viewing numbers were so low but that that that's not why Christians aren't gonna like it. I mean that's part of it but the the like harsh realities of them them like talking about the Bible and that that one little that thing he talks about where, yeah, I thought it was absolutely devastating. Like the Bible, there's 7 billion people and he's only going to rescue 140,000 and the rest just get to burn in hell forever because they didn't choose the right religion. Like,
2: (laughs) yeah. And even those that chose the right religion are still going to get left out. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there was definitely, I didn't go in with any reviews other than, Oh man, Brendan Fraser is really good. Like that was pretty much it. I knew yeah. nothing about the story. Um, I knew that he was fat. That was it. I, yeah. that, I mean, I went in yeah, with I don't, that I don't think
1: I told you a single thing about the story.
2: Well, Heather had been watching stuff and reviews, and Heather was big into it. But even then, she didn't, um, you know, even she really didn't tell me much about it, and I just kind of went in kind of blind. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't know... Any... Fuck you! <laughs> I
1: didn't know. Excuse me, sorry. I know the. Um,
2: <laughs> I didn't know the storyline. I didn't know the plot. Uh, didn't know any of the actors that were going to be in it, which was fine. I didn't know any of them anyway. Besides yeah. Brendan Fraser, I didn't really know. Yeah. Well, any the one. The, other actors. the
1: one lady I recognized, but it took me until after the movie that I looked it up. I go, oh, she was the chick in the menu, the fucking hostess. That's who she was. Oh fuck she was Wasn't she Yeah see you the same way Alright you, cool. you You were like she, I fucking know her From somewhere I know It, it didn't even It didn't
2: even click
1: I, Yeah I, his nurse friend Who is like my Other than Charlie She's my second favorite Of the movie She's really good at it And like they, they play that whole thing Really well Like how she She's not trying to enable him But she also feels bad And she is enabling him
3: Yeah
1: I got you two fucking Foot long meatball subs
2: Yeah <laughs> I, um, he
1: nearly dies on it, and she's like, "You could have died <sighs> here." Gets <laughs> it back to him.
2: Yeah, that was the part that got me. Is after after he, <coughs> he after she does the fat man Heimlich on him, yeah. you know, she just she picks up the remainder of the food and hands it back to him, and, and I remember thinking about that scene and watching it, going, you know, if that would have been me, and or even with the times I have gotten choked on something, yeah, I i'm not going to go back to eating i'm done like no. that's it you know no desire to eat anything else for the time being yeah um,
1: or the other scene where he had the emotional breakdown and he just started eating everything. eating like crazy just went, yeah. Oh, blah, blah. yeah it, I, I it was an emotional movie
2: it was an emotional <laughs> movie I, I definitely get that um i think i was one of the few people that didn't cry yeah um I, you know, Heather was, you know, I told Heather we needed to prepare. We went and got our thing of tissues and the people next to me were, were teared up and I, I can't speak for the people behind me. But one of the things that this is kind of, it's a critique of the movie and it's not even really a negative critique. Um, I kind of felt it was a little predictable. Yeah. Um, I kind of figured out kind of early on that she was family to him and in, in, in a way you know she was related to him in some way not just that he was she wasn't just a caregiver yeah um i figured that one was kind of a surprise that was kind of you know written in um there's a few little things like that i was like eh, i kind of saw that coming um
1: when you could kind of see uh it coming to that Sadie's character what was her name Ellie it yeah. was, was definitely definitely going to frame the kid. I mean, I mean, but you saw all that. They they showed you that she's recording it and this and that. It's like there there's a point that they're showing all that.
2: Right. <clears throat> Let me ask you this: Do you believe that she was actually trying to help, um, help the boy, or was it just an unintended kind, un a happy accident that no. instead of releasing all this stuff to make them <clears> look <throat> bad, it was, you know, it it endeared him to his parents that he you know he needs he needs help and the parents felt bad for him.
1: No, and I th- I feel like this is and maybe I'm biased cuz I really like the movie. I feel like that was part of the good writing and directing on it is she was a fucking asshole. She was an asshole. She was a piece of shit.
2: Mm-hmm. She
1: never intended to help anybody. She didn't give a shit about Charlie. She didn't care about him. She was a little asshole. But they wrote it in such a way that the, and the whole time Charlie keeps going. People are amazing. You're you're right. amazed. You're so smart. And no, no, she wasn't. <laughs> but the whole time you keep thinking, is she though? Is she not? And no, she did that totally to try and get him back, and it accidentally helped him.
2: Right. <laughs> well, I think one of the one of the things that that I didn't like, and I guess this is kind of a former profession, kind of. Showing through for me because I mean, I I, yeah. I worked with a lot of people in his condition, yeah. And when she brings him the wheelchair and she goes, Well, this is so you can get some exercise, I'm like, Oh, no, it's not like that that's, the polar that's not exercise, opposite. Yeah. Like, him, <laughs> him getting up and having to walk with his walker is the best, yeah. Thing he what,
1: could yeah. be doing. yeah, yeah. Fucking going like this with your legs, which by the way, he did a really good job of that, yeah. That's exactly I mean, he, how he they really, they he do really that.
2: sold the he really sold the movement. yeah. Um And then, you know, the, him using the trapeze bar to pull himself into bed and, and, you know, having to, you know, you know, almost get like a, a running start to get his leg up on the bed. And, and like, yeah. you know, these are, these are things that, that I dealt with, with, with our patients when I did that. So it was, I think that's, I think I haven't, I haven't given you my opinion on it yet, so I'm going to hold off on it now. But okay. I think that, that particular part of it for me was was really drove how I felt about the movie. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, I to, I told you when I did we did our like light review of it last time when we talked about it. I said I don't think it's for everybody. I don't right. think it's the greatest movie that's ever been made. I don't think it's for everybody. All I said was Brendan Fraser played the shit out of that fucking part.
2: I, I he he really did.
1: I'm. He uh, out-acted. everyone. Talks about Sadie Sink and this and that. I, I don't. I don't think Sadie Sink's acting was even that good. Even though she was a good at being a little asshole.
2: I mean, I but think there were it parts was
1: a... that kind of took me out. I was like, that was weird. Okay.
2: <laughs> I think that. Th- I think that he did. I mean, I think the whole ensemble. With, I mean, what what was it? One, two, three, four, five. Was six people? Seven people in the whole yeah, movie? Yeah, something like that. Um, so. I, I think that with it being such a, you know, it was it was all it all took place in in one room. You know, they did yeah. go outside on the porch, but it pretty much all took place in you know, on, in one room, one set, or I guess one set, one house, not yeah. really one room, um, with an incredibly limited cast. With, um, I mean, really, their whole, I mean, their whole prop budget, was, I mean, their whole costume yeah. budget went to to his prosthetics and makeup. Like everything else, they they could have just went to. Goodwill or or something, and got yeah. the rest of the costume. Well, it was really limited fine.
1: camera work. There wasn't a yeah. ton of like reframing and stuff.
2: Like so this was yeah. definitely a budget <clears throat> film. It was it was definitely an indie film, and which was cool. I mean, for for yeah. what it was, you know, for what it was, it was a good movie. Um, I guess I'll give you my thoughts on it. Is I really didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and it's not not because of the subject matter. I mean, yeah, kind of because of the subject matter but it's more along the lines of I went I went with Heather to see it cuz she really uh she really wanted to see it. Um I wouldn't have paid money to go see it. I would have waited until it came out on a streaming service. Yeah, to um, watch it. For me I I worked in that environment so much. You know, I I was that that caregiver. Yeah. That
3: well, you're so watching you
2: just, kinda, just
1: another another human not listen yeah. and, and throw their life away and die yeah, early and, when they didn't need to.
2: Right, and because I was just thinking about the whole time, like, well, he has congestive heart failure. I'm like, okay, you know, that can be that can be treated. You know, uh, I had a patient that was <clears throat> almost identical in his, his position. He was homebound. He was obviously depressed. Um, food was yeah. his only comfort, and he ended up, as as big as as Charlie was in the movie, and he ended up having breathing issues and and um, circulatory issues because of congestive heart failure. They took him to the hospital and they drew off it was like four liters of fluid from around his uh, a chest cavity around his heart. Oh damn! And which I mean, four liters of fluid is just hard to even to you know, just fathom, you know? Yeah. And I think I mean it bought him months, if not a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I think he's since passed away, but I don't know if it was due to his obesity or it was his age or a combination of both. Yeah. But you know, so I, I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of the patients that I dealt with in Charlie, like a little bit of this character. I mean, a little bit of this person, a little bit of that person. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, if I want if I want this experience, I'll go back and do that job.
1: Yeah. Well that um, that was one thing I was telling you when I was watching it. It just right. reminded me of my grandpa. Right. And I lived with him for a while and I had to be that caretaker and help him, you know, when he got real bad. He couldn't even go to the bathroom anymore. He right. would kind of roll out of bed and I'd help him get up and just turn around to sit at his toilet that was right next to his bed. Right. He wouldn't even make the 10 steps to the bathroom anymore towards the end. And it was a lot of that same thing uh and then I, you watch it and you see that he has all this money, all this money saved, he doesn't even need right. health insurance he doesn't even need he could have saved what? himself, and then was, you that realize was, that he kind of slowly committed suicide.
2: It was absolute suicide i mean there while was...
1: saving money for his daughter that was the right. whole point that's that's why he never spent anything other than he spent way too much money on all that delivery food but <laughs> Like well, forty dollars every delivery, pretty much.
2: But one of the one of the things that you know, that was one of the other things that, that I noticed in the beginning I was like, wait a minute, he's he's teaching online writing courses. You know, I know he's making, I know he's making some money. It isn't a lot of money, but yeah. you know, but he, he doesn't go money. anywhere. He, he just paid rent. Anywhere. Has um, no car. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> he 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 has a cell phone, a power bill, a water bill, and he may rent. Yeah. Um. But that's that's a drop in the bucket compared to the money that you're going to make, even if it's just one class. Yeah. You're still looking at.
1: Well, and he has all day every day, so he, yeah. I think he was doing multiple classes.
2: Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> just one class would give him probably thirty thousand know, dollars. If he has a degree, it could be even more than that. Um. I. So that I, that one kind of stuck me as like, eh, what's going on here? Why doesn't he have any money? especially yeah. on the no insurance thing. Cause and, and for me, when I, when I first heard him say this, that I don't have any insurance. I was like, this is, he's, he's uninsured by choice. This is part of the depression. This yeah. is a part. Oh, yeah, of... absolutely.
1: He, he is eating to die. He's done yeah. because of his losing his partner.
2: It's, you know, it's, it's easier. <clears throat> I won't say it's easier. So don't take it this Take it that way. It's a, kind of triggering when you say it like this, but it's, It seems to be for some people that they can hide behind their vice knowing that it's going to kill them and they still make that decision rather than grabbing a gun or pills or what have you. And, I mean, that's that's what he was doing. That that binge eating scene that that culminated with him vomiting in the trash can, that was, he was pushing, you know, that was the closest he came to grabbing a gun. That was his grabbing the gun moment. Yeah, exactly.
1: which again is good writing for that part of the story, mm-hmm. but and I'll say this: when you look back at the overall arcing story and the overall what it is, it is just another. It's a an twenty-four. It's a B movie. It's a it's a film festival movie. It's meant to be that little chunk of emotion in this part of the story of look how these this person does this thing and look how their relationship with their daughter sucks.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that's and why I said, I don't think it's for everybody. It's not the greatest story of all time.
2: No. And, and <laughs> you, and you know, as well as I do that if it wasn't for Brendan Fraser, we wouldn't be talking about this. We wouldn't, it wouldn't even No, if
1: it was anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Even if they acted as good. Right. Which I don't know if anyone else could but pull I... it off. Like he did in that movie. He, was perfect typecast for that character. He was perfect for it.
2: Being able coming in with severe depression, which I'm sure he he did because of being excommunicated from Brandon Fraser, Hollywood himself, yeah. not Charlie. Right. Right. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon Fraser uh, coming in with with a form of depression or maybe you know he's dealt with it or or whatever. He has experience in that lowest of the low. So it gives him a lot to draw off of. And that, you know, it was the, the dynamic that I thought was really interesting was he, he was intent on killing himself. He knew what he was doing. He knew, he knew that the chest pains were, uh, you know, were issues with his heart. All this was going on, but he was also, he was an optimist, which was a really strange kind of combination of like the happy, depressed guy. It's, it's, it's.
1: I think he only got that way, and I mean you don't see his whole life in the movie. But, uh, but
2: his wife referenced that—that that she was like for, he was the forever optimist. Yeah. And it was like life isn't like that, you, you know. And well, it was
1: Fraser has always been that way though. He's always right. been so positive. Every time you've seen yeah. him, but I mean you've seen interviews of him and talk about yeah I can't wait to get back acting and he was always so fucking. Were, Those are the
2: moments for me when I forgot that I mean, when I remembered that I was watching a movie, whenever there was like moments of happiness for Charlie, I really saw Brendan as the person coming out like he is such, you know, his smile. He is such a, you know,
3: yeah,
1: well, that's that's what added that extra like special layer that yeah. made the character work even better because it was played by him. And like that one line, the iconic line that you've seen a million times on TikTok and everywhere at the end where I need to know I did one thing right with my life. Literally every comment, every time on that move, that that clip is that is so true coming from Brendan Fraser. Right. The whole thing that he did coming out against, you know, the sexual assault and being blacklisted that's literally coming from him that yeah. he needs to know it was all worth it in the end to come out.
2: I, I think this is, is <clears throat> you know, this is Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man or uh, Mickey Rourke's was at the boxer. The, these yeah. are these, these comeback movies yeah. that, you know, well, that that's what makes was, the movie so special.
1: Yeah. It's Brendan's it, moment. It's not the it, well moment.
2: No. <laughs> and, and he's absolutely going to win awards. The movie's going to win awards. I mean you pick a you pick any of the academy Award nominations like any of the categories <clears throat> you could easily you know put this movie in that category yeah. you know you could put it in for set design, you could put it in for acting or you know uh um uh, what is it not not main acting but like the co star um supporting actors and yeah and you know every every step i mean you might be able to. There's other movies that are probably better and that would win, but there's, I'm gonna be surprised if he doesn't pick up, if the film doesn't pick up at least five nominations. Yeah, you know they well, don't have He's to already
1: won. He's already won a few for it. Right. Uh, none of the big ones though, because a few of them he got uninvited from. He's still, still being blacklisted from. But right. At least he's gotten the public attention and everyone is remembering. Oh yeah, Brendan Fraser was fucking the amazing the critics people are the, amazing <laughs> the hollywood
2: those those people um i think that they're eventually not going to have a choice but to come around yeah because they're going to people aren't going to i mean i don't see anything going on right now let's say the academy awards are coming up which Holy no, I think they are shit i just um, looked up
1: the whale nominate nominations one two mm-hmm. three four times one two three four five six seven there is twenty-eight different nominations that the whale has gotten so far. There you go.
2: Um, I think that nobody's going to want to watch the Academy Awards. Like, there's nothing that, you know. There, there's the segment of people that are always going to watch the Academy Awards. There's yeah. a segment of those that are never going to watch it. It's those people in the middle that you want watching it. Um, those are the people that if Brendan Fraser is up for you know an Oscar for Best Actor, uh, we're going to watch it. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna watch it with the same um the same fervor as we did for Leonardo DiCaprio. Like all the times that he was nominated and he never won it. And then finally he wins it for a fucking bear movie, which is the weirdest. Um <laughs> that, I mean, it was good. I, that's the it one was I
1: haven't a, even seen. I've never seen the movie. Revenant. I don't yeah. get <laughs> it. Was I don't a wanna good watch movie. him get in a bear or whatever the fuck he does. Doesn't yeah. he yeah. Doesn't I mean, he do was, a Tauntaun on it? He cuts it I open think, and gets yeah. in it or
2: something. <laughs> um it was a good movie, but <laughs> I don't think it was as good as Django. No, I that's, think that's not as, as good as,
1: as fucking half the movies he's been yeah. in where he's killed it. Like,
2: I mean, every movie he's done, he's killed it. But I mean, that's, that's basically, we're going to be watching if he, you know, if he gets nominated, we're going to watch it, especially given that this is the, this is the organization that he was blackballed from. You know, is he going to show up?
1: I don't, He already and, said he's not going to the, uh, uh, Academy Awards, I think is the one. Okay.
2: And then, you know, is he going to win? And uh, is that going to, is him announcing that he's not going to come going to play into him not getting the award? Because all this shit's rigged. I know it is. You can't convince me otherwise.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, most of them, uh, because I know some of the people that are on the academy, almost all of those bigger awards are voted on by like 50 people that are in yeah, the industry. Yeah, they're really small. That, yeah, are like, a... that are like rich, pompous assholes. Right. So they pick very specific stuff year after year after year. Like, Yeah, we're talking about the, the whale mystery. Uh, sure. So that's why High you mystery. see a lot of the same shit always come up. And you right. don't see that many minorities w- winning awards. Right. And you don't see a lot of people that come out against their exact group of people. Like Brendan Fraser, you don't see <laughs> them getting right. nominated for stuff. But yeah, I think you're right that this has too much attention. There's no way uh, he won't win awards for it. But,
2: yeah, but. at the very least, the film itself will win awards. I don't, yeah. I don't well, think it's up he'll for win. all
1: kinds of awards for makeup, for best supporting actress, uh, best makeup and hair. There's another one, best screenplay. I don't know if I'd call it the best screenplay.
2: I don't know what makes a screenplay, a, you know, a good screenplay in regards to how it was adapted to a movie. That's that's so far out my out of my understanding of film um, to even give an opinion like how. Yeah. Golden Lion. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, but I think it's going to do really well for makeup. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, it was great. The makeup on his it was, suit it was fantastic.
2: I wonder. I wonder when they were doing the prosthetics and the makeup and whatnot. Uh, I wonder how many different suits they had and how many they had to go through, because at the very minimum,
1: I thought I saw a thing. He was talking; they had two of them.
2: Yeah, I was going to say at the very minimum, there there would have to be two, because of the the shower scene. Yeah. Um, because you know that even if it was just a short, you know, thirty minute an hour take, you know, to get that take, being able to you know, that suit would have to be ruined. There's no way that it survived being all of, all of the adhesives that they put on you to hold these prosthetics in place. The majority of them are water soluble or they can be removed with soap and water. So, you know, they, I'm sure they had a limited amount of time to make that, um, make that scene work, which is another, which was another, um, we got another another scene that, that took me kind of out of, uh, out of the moment. Yeah. Um, because it's so much in my experience is, they're not standing for a shower. They don't have the energy. They don't have the stamina. Um, no, they always s- sit. They sit, and On I w- a I special would. Special be, bench or seat, right? Board. They would have, they would have a, a shower chair or something like that. And I would say they probably did have him stand, because I think that having think that him was for just film. I think that was I think that was a, a cinematography choice. Yeah,
1: I th- I thought of that too. Whether you not, know, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah same thing. That's... He w- he would be sitting on a little yeah. stool, my Grandpa had yeah. a stool, <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, every everyone everyone in that in that condition has a stool because there's yeah. it's just there's no way. Yeah, um,
1: I, I it, that's why when I want. I was trying not to give you any spoilers when I told you about it. I was like, I absolutely love Brendan Fraser and everything he did in it. I will watch it again probably for him, but not for the story. I could care less about the story or his daughter or whatever. But to watch him again and watch him act the just the best fucking one of the best roles he's done. I mean, he's done some amazing shit, especially when you think back in the day.
2: Yeah. Well, I I don't think I'm going to watch it again. I mean, it might be down the road sometime.
1: I eventually will. I don't know. When, I don't... But...
2: There's you know, there's certain movies that after you watch them, there's the big reveal or the twist or or what have you. And you're like, Oh man, I wanna go back to the watch it again from before the twist happens to see the the character development or the, the evolution of the story before and after the climax of the film. Yeah. Um, none of that was really there. There wasn't really a I mean, there was some there was some minor twists with his relationship and and yeah, you saw most of them bad. coming. The only right. thing you
1: might not have seen coming is that that poem the whole time was his daughter's.
2: Right. I um, I I figured it was um. I thought, I
1: thought it was it like was a the, famous author or something.
2: No, I, I thought it was the um. Oh no! Interest. Oh, that, that's who I thought it was.
1: Oh, for for a minute, I uh. I thought that, but for then, then for a long time, I thought, oh, it's like an old student or something of his, one of his first students, and this is why he loves teaching.
3: Mm.
2: Um, but no, that like I said, that's I I put it on the the shoulders of I thought it was the I thought it was the love interest. I thought it was one of his essays that was written, um, which that was one of his students. One is to
1: be surprised if it. Well, th- they adapted it from a book though, but. I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if it was, and then they were like, "Well, it plays better at the end scene if it's his daughter's."
2: Right. <clears throat> it could have been. Um, that's, that's The showing... hard
1: part about writing TV shows and movies and all that stuff is what makes sense in actual life versus what looks good on screen, like him right. standing in the shower.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, you have to make those you have to make those artistic choices because, like, yeah, yeah. some things just aren't going to work. Um. I thought it was mighty convenient that the house that he was living in had hallways big enough for him to fit a wheelchair down. That's really uncommon.
1: Oh yeah, I was thinking that same thing too when he like took it into the room and like those don't fit in doorways. Not, My grandpa would never fit in that. He would have to mm-hmm. slide sideways through the, every fucking doorway. Right,
2: and that that was what, <clears throat> one of the things that really surprised me with it. It was, but once again, that's coming back to what I did for a living. So I would yeah. see those things like you're not going to see these types of hallways in a standard house, whether it be a trailer or a stick-built home that's not specifically handicap-accessible or wheelchair-specific hallways. You see yeah. them in nursing homes. You see them in retirement villages and re- like retirement yeah. condos and stuff like that. Well, and if they didn't
1: add into the story that he lived there the whole time with his lover, right? then yeah. that makes no sense. If they right. just let you think that, oh, well, when he got money, he made that so he could get even bigger because he that was his thing now yeah no but that That wasn't part of the story that was
2: another one of those they they made that decision to to help further the story not not really make it realistic fitting what we're actually going to expect in those situations yeah Um,
1: most of it was like minor little things like that though there was nothing big like uh princess leia floating across the fucking stars though That took me so far out of it that I was, I, was so angry. <laughs> I
2: was so bad. That that whole.
1: Yeah. So, yeah now now even, that you've seen it, though, now even. you see what I'm talking about. That you watch it and you just like, f- f- you love Brendan Fraser. You just want to yeah. like give him a hug at the end of the movie and go, We, I, it's so shitty what happened to you, but we are so glad that you're back. That's literally what the movie is.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not the it, movie, It's it's not the movie. It, it, it's the brendan fraser the brendan fraser uh moment
2: yeah they should call it that i would have i would have gone to see it i would have watched it no matter what the story was just because knowing that he's sticking it to the people that screwed him over um it's so weird to see him now for it especially our generation that grew up with him
1: well and Um, that's that's the last time I remember watching him. It's like in The Mummy and in that... Yeah. What, what's the one where he's underground in the, like, bunker?
2: Uh, Blast from the Past.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. like, We, we uh, came home. Bedazzled and, like... All, uh, and then when you watch him now, it's so weird to watch him, like, at award shows and stuff. He's, like, nervous and he's, like...
2: Yeah. Well, that was the big thing, is when he won one of the indie awards that he gave is, like, the, the, the TikTok speech that everybody caught. Yeah, Um, yeah, he's
1: doing all the nervous tics and like shaking, and
2: like he he was very genuine, and um. But I would have I would have gone to see just about anything, um, that he was in, knowing that this was his situation. We came home after the movie, and I was I told Heather I needed a palate cleanser just from the movie itself. So we watched (laughs) The Mummy. Oh, Um, you you know, I, I um.
1: Those are so good. The one where he throws the fucking chair at the guy and like
2: the, the first one <laughs> the, the second mummy is a film that is so rare in cinema in cinema history, in my opinion, where the sequel is as good and just as fun as the original. It's like, so
1: been so long since I've seen him, I kinda remember him as one movie. I can't right. really remember which moment was from which one.
2: I I, I have the same level of enjoyment out of watching both of them. The original is more nostalgic for me, so I mean, you know, there, maybe I enjoy that one a little bit more. Um, you know, he was in uh what was it? George of the Jungle where it was nothing but a loincloth. Oh yeah. Which should be which would be incredibly difficult. Um, and there was The Mummy, yeah. The Mummy Returns, The Scorpion King. I think that was the third one. Um, maybe that was, was the fourth it, was one. He, was there... I don't think he was in that one though. Wasn't that just The Rock? No, he was in. He was in it, oh. um, because he had to fight the rock, and um, the CG was like absolutely terrible. Oh. And I didn't know this. Uh, oh. He's
1: he's in a movie coming out this year with Leonardo DiCaprio.
2: Oh my god! then We're absolutely going to watch that one.
1: Killers of the Flower Moon: Members of the oil wealthy Osage Nation are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the nineteen twenties, and Robert De Niro. Oh. Holy fuck. I'm watching the shit out of that. I love Leo. And I love Brendan Fraser.
2: Yeah, I love both of them. So I mean Uh, Robert
1: De Niro here or there. Well he was he was good in his era. I mean he's he's still good. I still like him. Uh, Yeah, but I don't get excited when I see him coming in a new
2: movie. Although there's a movie coming out or maybe already be out with him and Aubrey Plaza. And there's pretty much for her. Yeah, and, and there's a sex scene. Oh no no! I've I've heard of that. It is yeah. out. Uh... I watched a, I watched the interview with her on. I think it was Colbert. Yeah, she left a
1: little photo for it. Yeah,
2: she said that she went out and bought um, oh what was it? It was one of the it was one of the um like sex positions books, and uh, just a couple of pages in, she took a really racy photo of herself in yeah, the character in her, that she's in supposed her, to be in, yeah in her dressing room yeah. or trailer or whatever and and gave it to him as a gift and he comes up to her like a couple of weeks later and it was like you got your got your gift it didn't make it past page four though yeah um
1: yeah i remember she, yeah she left it on page four and she gave it to him and she was talking in the interview she's like yeah it's been like two weeks and i didn't know if he saw it and was upset or just never looked at it or whatever and then one day he came up and said yeah i like your book i never made it past page four <laughs> uh,
2: i am i am a huge aubrey plaza fan i will um. Yeah, we'll we'll just leave it there. So I I, I watch just about everything she's in. I but... want to
1: see the new one that she's in. I haven't watched it yet. Emily the criminal looks really good. I
2: haven't seen it yet. I'll get around to it eventually.
1: It looks cool. She's like a badass criminal.
2: So like... I, I I feel like that we kind of covered. I think we majority. covered the
1: Well, the Brandon Fraser movie. I
2: yeah, know. I feel like we've covered it. I, I mean, I I, I did. I liked it. I didn't like it. I liked it for what it was. I didn't like it for what it was. I would have gone to see anything that he was in that knowing yeah. that it's his comeback film. I loved uh,
1: watching it because it was him and everything about it and a lot of the things that he said in the movie. It's the same thing when I go back and watch um, Patch
2: Adams. Mm, that one's hard to watch.
1: That one's hard to watch because literally so many things that character says in the movie you're like that is Robin Williams saying those things. Yeah. That's not that's not the movie character. Anymore. There's a scene in it where he's standing on these rocks and he's thinking about jumping off the edge of this cliff. And he's talking about he's like I'm I hate life. I don't like being here, but I love making people happy. So, and you're like that's it's so hard to watch. You're like, that's fucking Robin Williams. That's yeah. Robin Williams saying that. That's not his character in the movie. Like this, the same thing. Some of the stuff, Brendan Fraser is saying, like people are amazing or, you know, the, yeah, you, I need to you know I did one thing right in my life. It's,
2: <clears throat> it's definitely him, yeah. you know, and he, you could tell he had a lot of input in the creation of the character and how the character evolved. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't wait
1: to see more. I'm glad he's doing this. was I, I, I of the Fire Moon. It's a Western, but whatever. I'll watch it. Leo. I,
2: I, I can't wait until he gets a big studio release where he's. Where he's the star again? Where he's the star. You know, the star that the star that we grew up with. Maybe not necessarily the action star, because even he's talked about that he's not really sure he ever wants to go back and revisit that era of his acting or those types of characters, which probably hard for him anyway, because hell, he got yeah. old happens. Yes. Um but I look forward to there's you know there being some story that gets told that's going to be a big budget film and the casting director says I want Brendan Fraser. He needs to be in this film. There's no other you know I'm going to typecast cast him. We're going to build the character around his acting. Yeah. Um and it's going to happen. It's going to happen especially as our generation is showing that we're willing to spend money to go see him, um, I'm curious to know. And I'm sure we can Google it and look it up. What you know, like how well has the movie done in theaters? You know, versus how much does it gross versus how much the budget cost? Couldn't have been that expensive of a movie.
1: No, well, they, yeah, they filmed it on one all small set. Yeah. So there's yeah six actors or something. Uh.
2: Yeah, you know, I think their biggest much. budget was the prosthetics and the food.
1: Yeah, like, well, I think they paid the three actors quite a bit, too. I think Sadie thinks that she got a million for it or something, which isn't a lot, but also it is a lot for like a young actor like her.
2: It's, it's a lot for someone like her. It's a lot for an indie film.
1: Yeah, that's a lot uh, for an indie film. That's normally more than a budget of a whole indie film.
2: Yeah. So... I'm I'm curious to see, you know does it does it uh, three
1: million it looks like for estimated budget for the whale okay which that must have mostly went to them and then yeah the prosthetics
2: <laughs> yeah let's say that there there really couldn't have been so I wonder how they, it's doing can you look so up so they've ar- they've already
1: made their money back then
2: yeah
1: Al- almost tenfold they're just over twenty million which isn't no. a lot no but I mean,
2: they I but they it... made
1: their money back that's all that's all
2: that matters. Yeah if they make if they make their money back by twenty times, there's um yeah, there we go a fourteen nine. So, you know, they're they're on track to, you know, make twenty times their uh or ten times their their money back. So
1: Yeah, it's just under like twenty million according yeah. to this thing I'm looking at.
2: So good. Good for them. Yeah, I mean they that's, made, they that's made a that's good
1: back, sign. And the most important thing is getting Brennan attention.
2: Exactly. That's where I was that, going that with. That he because. You can take that 14.9 and say the 14 million is from people that went to see it because it's Brennan Fraser. Yeah. The other 917,951 is the friends and family of the other five actors.
1: Yeah, and the the 17,951 are people that bought the wrong tickets.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They were, I don't know, they were thinking it was a fish movie or something. Yeah. Well, um, I want to see a movie about a whale? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <coughs> I, I hope I hope that this sets the stage for an even bigger comeback for him and gives us something. I hope so. You know, gives us a huge Some big somebody budget. with such
1: a gentle heart like him, yeah. you just you wanna see him succeed.
2: Yeah, you really do. You It's you, the I mean, exact
1: that's... opposite of Justin Bieber.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you do. I mean I do. I, I want to see him succeed, because he he was a big part of our childhood, from yeah. the Mummy and George of the Jungle and uh all those you know blasphemy. Encino Man will always be my favorite. Brendan, never Fraser seen movie. it. Oh, I need, to, need to watch to it. Sean Ast- Sean Astin and Polly Shore. Isn't he's Kai a, in that one too? Uh, he's a caveman that's frozen in time, and they thaw him out, and he's out in like early nineties you know, Southern California. It's, it's polish Shore. Maybe I
1: have. Seen. It's, it's great. I mean, maybe I have seen that. I'm not sure. Uh, um, oh, Sean Astin. Huh?
2: Yeah. I think of some of their, some of the <laughs> earliest movies they did, I think was that movie. That might've been like one of the first major films. Um, but it, it started that, that line of those types of polish Shore movies, which I, I'm
1: sure is such a weird, he's so weird. Um, it, it's weird when you learn that his family, it depends how closely you follow some comedians. A lot of people not, aren't going to know this. Polly Shore's mom owned the comedy store, which I'm sure some of you have heard about. It's mm-hmm. the thing where all the stuff went down with Joe Rogan. And it's the, one of the top uh like places that comedians come out of. That's the place. If you, yeah. you know, you become a comedian at the comedy store. That was fucking his mom owned it and was the one that would pick and uh i've heard funny stories from like louis ck saying yes yeah, she didn't like him
3: hmm.
2: <laughs> but yes um but no I, i'm excited to see where it goes so
1: Ceno man had a budget of seven million <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun
2: though we's the jews it's my favorite this i love i love those movies i love oh. the stupid funny movies with him and probably Shore. the biodomes and in the army now and son-in-law those movies, they were just fucking stupid. Even though yeah, no, he was the
1: exact same character in all of them,
2: yep. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. That you went in knowing that, you know, you, that you knew yeah. that this was the character that you were going to get, and it's just you know the many lives of the same character. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. I don't care. Same thing. It's no different. It's no different than watching a Harrison Ford movie through the '90s. Like yeah. they was all the same character. You know, it was it the um every, every he was the the action hero that. Uh, has to come from behind to prove himself. The uh, the president or or whatever. It's the same. You know, it's the same genre. We know there's so many actors out there that that was who they were. Um, you know, we could have had him. You know, Harrison Ford as the president was the same, the exact same character as Indiana Jones. Same dude. Uh yeah. Just a different, just a different um, uh, reality. So. Well, I want to start wrapping this up because um, I know I you're. Thought probably your, I just... thought
1: I, my brain travels faster than my ears, so I heard you say I want to start rapping. I was like, sick, bro. Let's hear it. Go ahead. But then you kept going <laughs> <laughs> for a like, second. For like half a second, my brain was like, sick. He was gonna rap. Let's go. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I would. Uh, I don't. I guess, like I said, my cream of the week. I've really had a lot of fun prepping up for our D and D this week. Oh yeah. Um, I think I'm, a, I think that's going to be my cream of the week. Um, starting you guys on, uh, descend into Avernus on, on Wednesdays has been fun. Yeah. Uh, we wrapped up curse of straw this week. Oh, good. And had, you know, had our,
1: I'm big, sure uh, Mystery's really sad about it.
2: Yeah. We're, we're rolling into a new brand new game oh. uh, for them <laughs> as well. So it's not that we're still going to continue our Thursday game. It's just going to be a new, uh, a new module. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun it was i'm i'm really nervous going forward because i've i'm not a hundred percent familiar with both of these modules so i'm having to like read a lot to stay caught up and i'm consuming as much material as i can find online for the for the games and
1: well that's probably a good idea because you never know where it's going to go
2: right yeah
1: even well, with a pre up module, you can go, all right, well, they're going to go here, then they'll go to that tab, and, and then all of a sudden it could be, fuck it, we're going to go all the way over there and do the right. thing over there. So you kind of need to know it all.
2: <laughs> I do I do like both of these games because they are a little more linear than Strahd. <clears throat> well, Strahd is not linear at, at all, but these games are are definitely linear. You, um, You guys are given a mission to go from here to there, and then you'll get a mission to go from there to here, and you can deviate, and you know you can go after side quests if you like, but you're eventually going to have to come back to advance the story yeah. at this one specific location. It's, it's
1: like the open world games where right. yeah, it's open world kind of, but you can't really open that next area until you do the thing.
2: Exactly, exactly, yeah. and that's and that's basically what's happening here. So it's not it it's not like Curse of Strahd where the my first group was ready to go into the dungeon to kill Strahd, and they come across the ability to teleport. And instead of continuing on their mission to kill Strahd, they end up teleporting all the way across the map to the fir- literally the furthest point. They could, they could not go any further away from where they were yeah. to a location that I had not prepared, knew nothing about, didn't even <laughs> look at it, because I had, they're never going to go there. They're right yeah. here. They're at the end game.
1: You know, they yeah. added... Well, you know how we are. We like to torture players. Like to torture the DM that, that to one get was back torture. at them for <laughs> yeah, all this. That,
2: that one was torture, but <laughs> that, I think that's my cream of the week. I, I'm I'm really excited. Um, I'm excited to carry on Wednesday. I'm really excited to start building characters for Thursday.
1: Yeah, um, I'm excited too. I I hope we can figure out some people and get maybe other people I don't know. Cuz yeah. the, the most fun part about D&D to me it's a role playing game and the most fun part of it is the role playing aspect of it. Yeah. I I kind of have to <clears throat> and it's the weirdest part. Um uh, uh I'll, I'll just say real quick. <laughs> yeah, <go for laughs> When I when I was a kid, I never talked to anybody i was an introvert i hacked my i hacked my calculator and i would play uh block jumper it was like a version of mario that you could play on your ti 82 calculator
2: i remember those
1: yeah i hacked it and i would sit in the corner of the lunchroom and play it and i wouldn't talk to anybody i'd never talk to anybody i was an introvert i didn't talk to anybody i would never join clubs or whatever i was in chess club in high school a little bit but there was this one person uh his name is Wayne, but we all call them Butters, like Butters from South Park. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how he got the nickname. But I was in uh, this one school group, and we had this thing that we had to go to Kentucky, like an international, uh, well, you know, across America. I gotcha. lived in Idaho. We went to Kentucky. Yeah. And I went with Butters. Transcontinent, Gotcha. Yeah, being with him day in and day out for weeks, like on this long trip, and just seeing, like, him just be so charismatic and like attract all these people and I was like god damn I just want to be like butters like he's just so fucking cool he just talks to everybody and like it literally he was he was the part of that trip that changed my life like I'm still kind of an introvert I don't really like talking to people but I'll talk to anyone and everyone everywhere I go I'll make small talk with the cashiers at the stores uh, the dude waiting at the bus stop, fucking whatever. Anyone and everyone. like. And uh, to bring it all the way back around to the role-playing game, uh, I've kind of come to this thing that I kind of learned from Butters. Uh, who cares what people think? Most of them won't remember you by the end of the day. And, like, I'm always trying to push myself to, like, push characters... you know, turn it up to 11 and go fucking crazy. And sometimes I have to tone myself back because I'll be like, well, I'm having a good time, but I feel like I've done 90% of the role-playing this round and I don't want to, like, take away from the other players. (laughs) So I'd be like, somebody else do something, please.
2: Somebody else do something. (laughs) I struggled with that um, when I first got to play again. uh, This was years ago, five, six years ago um when we were doing the Star Wars um D D games, I was kind of overzealous in like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, because it's like, ah oh, damn, I never get to be a character. So I'm finally going to like let all of the, you know, uh, you know, let it all out in one go. And and then I kinda realized I was like, oh, I need to I need to pull it back a little bit, you know, and let others kind of play and and yeah. <laughs> we, and I've, I've gotten now where I try to encourage other people while we're playing, be like, Hey, let's, you know, you want to do this and try to try to get them interacting, you know? Um, so it's,
1: it's also definitely easier when there's only like four people.
2: That's another issue that when you do
1: five or six, they, everyone's all kind of like, well, yeah. I don't want to talk over everyone else. And then <laughs>
2: six is if you're, if you're at a physical in-person table, <clears throat> you can have six or seven or eight players and it's really not that bad. Um, my last in-person game, I had, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players. I was seven players and then eight players sometimes. Um, it wasn't that bad. I mean, everybody, uh, you know, there was, there was times where, okay, these people over here are in combat and they're dealing with something. And you know you've got six people ahead of you in the initiative order, plus plus enemies. So it's going to be thirty minutes at best before you get a yeah. turn. So you kind of you're sitting over here quietly talking to this person over here. Yeah, that's why I
1: was just going to say you can kind yeah. of between each other. What are we going to do and talk about it ahead of time? Right. You can't you do can't... that when everyone else can hear you through the Discord. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you you just can't. So you just kind of have to sit <coughs> quietly, wait your turn. You know, spend spend that time that you've got before your, before your turn, go ahead and plan out what you're wanting to do. That's something I, I try to encourage everyone to do is, yeah. you know, you've got 30 minutes before your next turn. Take five of them and read through your character sheet and go, oh, okay. You know, I, I'm going to maybe cast that spell or I'm going to attack this person, or I'm going to use this action. Go ahead and get it out of the way. So then when it, you know, when it comes to your turn, you're looking at it and going, what what am I doing? Who You know, it's, it speeds the game up. It gives everybody an opportunity to play because yeah. you know we've we've had combat scenarios where you play for two hours and you get to take two turns, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> so you know you're literally yeah, cause to you literally yeah because you get it.
1: knocked down before you fucking do anything.
2: Yeah. You get two minutes <laughs> out of every hour to do something, which yeah. that's hard. Um, but yeah, that's I think that that's gonna be my cream of the week is. Uh, getting to do all this with everybody and and <clears throat> progressing the my DMing further into newer games yeah. that I've never played before.
1: I will say I'll be even more excited for, uh, if a particular person can join us. Working on it. Just just because I think I was trying to think. I think I've only ever actually played uh, one game with her. Back when we we did the Star Wars one.
2: Now, she was in um, she was in Strahd.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. I forget about that because I was I, I was kind of playing an NPC, not me.
2: <laughs> right, that's true. You you were playing you were playing an NPC, and yeah. it was also one of your you know first real forays into it too. So it's kind of yeah. I didn't to,
1: really know much of what yeah. the heck was going on, but <clears throat> I do remember any time we'd be like we'd get into the role play aspect of it though. She was really fun and would not always be willing to bounce stuff back off of when I'd come up with a wild idea. And Just roll with it.
2: Right. Yeah. All right. Well, what's yours? What's your cream of the week? Uh, So I was thinking about it because
1: we were talking about Brendan Fraser and actors and people that uh, are really good in roles and stuff. And I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but it would have been so many years ago that nobody's going to remember. Uh, so, you know, Jeff Daniels, right? Yes. He's in Dumber Dumber. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that's not Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> good way of putting it. Uh,
1: he, he is in a TV show that uh is written and directed by the same dude that did Queen's Gambit.
2: Okay.
1: Which was fucking amazing, and I know for sure I've already mentioned that as a cream of the week, but it's called Godless, and it's a western, and I think it's seven or eight episodes. Uh, It's very similar in that aspect to Queen's Gambit. It's like eight episodes, hour long. After that, it's wrapped. The entire story's done. There's no possibility of a second season. But Jeff Daniels is in it, and he's the villain. And he... uh, Oh, my God. He plays the absolute shit out of it. He is such a good fucking villain. Like, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's in the first, like, five minutes of the first episode. But... He loses his arm, like, in the first fucking five minutes and has to go to, like, this doctor in the middle of the night, and he's, like, armless. And, like, (laughs) uh, dude, his fucking acting is so good. Him just being, like, it's a Western. And him being, like, a villain in a Western, like, badass fucking cowboy, He's, he's so fucking good in it. But, yeah, godless. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was trying to remember everything that happened, and I'm like, I need to go back and watch it. I mean, it's only like eight hours of content. But it's just, it's really, really fucking good. And Jeff Daniels is like the, uh, there's a lot of good actors in it. But he's one of the stars. That, That one kid, what's his name? I'd have to look. Thomas Singster? He's the kid that's like 30, but he looks 18 in everything he does. He was in Game of Thrones. He was in Maze Runner. He was in Queen's Gambit. The kid with the cowboy hat. In Queen's Gambit.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. Uh
1: he's the one that he looks fucking young, even though he's like he's thirty two, but he looks like he's fucking eighteen and everything. If you've seen a picture of him, you'd know who I'm talking about. He's right. also in Godless. Uh he's really good in that too, but yeah, godless. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, uh wholeheartedly recommend. Really fucking good. Like Looking here on our live Google search, uh it's got a eight and a half out of ten on IMDB. It's got a eighty three on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-eight percent of Google users like it. So across the board, eight out of ten. <laughs> I'd probably give it i probably give it eight out of ten. All right. Maybe maybe a nine out of ten. Uh d I'll have to rewatch it to remember every moment, but it's it's good. So yeah, go watch that. Godless.
2: All right. Well I think that about covers it this week. Good two-hour podcast, I think. Almost two hours. Yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> I wasn't sure if my voice would keep up, but I thought if I just kept it rolling. I haven't turned full Mickey Mouse like my wife yet. <laughs> it's so funny. Like the the cat would be across the house doing something, and she'd go to yell and be like, you cat? <laughs> just, just nothing. Love it. <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> and my daughter would be picking on her too. She'd like, what's wrong with you, Mommy? <laughs> She's like, I'm just sick. <laughs> so it's been a good time. We'll see if I have a voice tomorrow. But hopefully I have a voice by Wednesday. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. Oh, I'll save it. <laughs> yeah, other than that, uh, thanks for stopping by. Dabo was yeah. here for a minute. And Real Mystery and Filk and Rabble is always here. Rabble, Rabble
2: yeah appreciate it to everybody and, and make uh, sure you
1: guess, uh, to yeah, download the episode or no, just come to the live whatever. yeah all right. maybe one of these times we'll uh yeah, maybe we'll start recording beforehand and then there will yeah, be actually, a reason to listen to the audio version because you get more for your buck. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: we're done. Good night, Oreo.
1: hey, bye you.
0: I just got back home from the clinic and I'm afraid it's bad news So now I'm writing down this song about it, hoping it gets views. Don't know how I'm still alive, or how I survived She said I've got five nasty STIs Got some in my balls got some in my ass. What's worse is my weird ginger pubes are crawling with crabs. I've got herpes from a booty call. I got syphilis from a blow-up doll. I got chlamydia and it's so-so. And I don't even know where I got genital. My pubes are rich and now I feel like I've created my arms Honestly, there's so many I could probably cook up some seafood It was only a kiss A bit of romance On her juicy lips The ones in her pants It was so beautiful But I nearly cried When I received present she had waiting inside I got herpes from a booty call I got syphilis from a blow-up doll I got chlamydia and it's so soft and I don't even know where I got genital warts oh wait I just got a call from the clinic, they mixed up my results The ones they gave me, no, they weren't mine Apparently they belonged to some conductor guide